0: Today my guest is Stephanie Sutton. Stephanie started running a few years ago and has since become involved in the 261 Fearless movement, a social running network for women which was founded by Catherine Switzer, the first woman to run the Boston Marathon as an officially registered competitor back in 1967. Stephanie talks to us about her involvement with 261 Fearless as well as how she became a run leader and set up her own running community in Burwell where she lives. She also talks to us about how she encourages her runners to find really what works for them. Stephanie's a huge fan of Jeffing and in today's podcast explains to us what Jeffing is for a start and how it might be able to help you with your running. It's week 10 today and we will be doing just one 25-minute run. We'll start with a five-minute walk to warm up as usual and then we'll go for our run followed by a recovery walk to cool down. If you're following along with the Beginner's Programme, when it's time to run, you'll hear this sound. And then when it's time to walk, you'll hear this sound. If you're not following the programme, you can just ignore the sounds and listen to the conversation. What are you waiting for? Let's get started starting
1: off with that five-minute walk.
0: Hi Stephanie. Hi Danny. How are you today? Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for asking me, I'm really well
0: thank you and how are you? Good. Um, Do you want to start off by introducing yourself and maybe tell us a little bit about how you came to, to be a runner?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, so as you said, I'm Stephanie and um, I live in a village just outside of Cambridge, about 12 miles outside of Cambridge. Um, I've got three boys um, who are now growing. They're 21, 18 and 15 at this moment. Um, and uh, I kind of got a little bit, into running when my youngest was born, I remember sitting on my sofa and my friend, who had had a baby six weeks before me, uh, phoning me up and, and suggesting I might like to do the race for life in Cambridge. And uh, I was like, really? And having not really run before, um, and I think this baby was a oh, he's only a few weeks old. Um, I certainly hadn't got to six weeks at that point. And and it the was the last kind thing of, you would have been thinking about at that point. Yeah. In time, I imagine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally and like we didn't have that long to train either and and so um of course I said yes um and then and then we did it and it was great and and then and did I did you run a, it
0: or did you run walk it or did you walk it
1: I think we did a bit of both from what I can remember I don't think the time was too bad I had nothing to compare it with and I think we came in at about 38 minutes for awesome. a 5k which was you know I was very happy with that I did a few more um, Race for Lifes. I hated cross country. Oh, really? I still remember it, you know, cold red legs, <laughs> in your little blue skirt. And, um, and so I never tried. I never, I just hated it. And I remember one time I did try because I just wanted to get it over with. And I came in quite early on in the girls and the teacher, the PE teacher thought I cheated. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, he, um, he was sort of like, Did you do the whole course? Um so I obviously was capable but just not interested. Um no, no. And I think you're right, we don't really get taught how to run. Um, you know, it's just something that we're all expected to know know how to do.
0: I think as well, because of cross country, I always associated running with mud.
1: Yes. And the cold.
0: Yeah. I mean I I grew up on Tropics, so it was the opposite. It was like really hot mud.
1: (laughs) Yes but yeah yeah, either way not very fun no no absolutely i think you really had to be dedicated to kind of uh, enjoy doing it you know so um so really i kind of didn't really do much until um 2016 it was sort of june july time and my brother um and he's he's into running he's he's got into it at a later age um and uh he's done london marathon a couple of times uh very well as well and um he told me about this course that was starting at Chesterton um and i think it was a 10 week course and i decided to go along and i think that's where we met wasn't yeah, it yeah yeah so, i think i
0: covered a few of the sessions and we've actually spoken to um sarah as well who was part yeah. of the course and tracy and they were, and, and um, yeah. we there's a few people who are still running with
1: us actually who were part of that initial course it was yeah, a really lovely just, group brilliant yeah Yeah, because I don't know that many of us had been runners before that necessarily. No, you know. um, So, so I'm really grateful for that because yes, that's how we met. I remember running along, running around the school field with you and chatting, and you were talking about let's run, girls, and everything. Um, And so then I came along to that that when it um, transferred over, Um, and uh, I don't know. Then I kind of winter arrived. (laughs) So, and then. I kind of um, lost it a bit, you know, lost the interest. And I think I was working quite hard in 2017. I was doing um, a couple of jobs, so I'd work during the day and then I'd have an evening job as well. And I didn't have much time to get out. Um, But I did manage to get my first medal in 2017. Um, I did the uh, Durrell challenge with uh, my friend in Jersey. Amazing. And that was, that was quite, that was quite awesome she'd been out there a couple of days before me and seen all the notices on the side of the road to say that um, there was the roads were going to be closed she googled it found out there was a 13k um, road race happening and decided to enter and I would turned up on about an hour's sleep because uh, we'd left early in the morning and um, and to get to Jersey and um, and I was oh, so tired and she was saying about this Jersey challenge that she was going to do and I thought Oh, yeah, I quite fancy that. So sorry,
0: you were going out just to see your friend in Jersey. You weren't going out for this event. No. And she no. just said she do fancy doing a 13k run.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and um and I think I think my decision making was impaired at that point. Because <laughs> um, of the lack of sleep. <laughs> the lack of sleep. And I went, Oh yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's do it. So yeah, so that was a good experience. And um we And it didn't put honesty. you off, clearly. No, no 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 well um superman henry cavill who um is the current superman he was born on jersey so every year he turns up to do this race so we got to run with him and that was quite (laughs) that was quite cool so so no so that's that was that and then um same friend uh but in november 2017 and uh, a friend of hers they set up a a running group in our village um, which was 261 fearless it's part of like a national, international organization, non-profit organization. And um, so I went along to support them and, you know, join in. Um, and at the same time, uh, my husband was going to Orlando for a conference in February. And I decided to um, tag along, uh, much to the upset of the children. <laughs>
0: <You can't laughs> without to- them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they were yes, like, you Mom. can't go to Florida without us. <laughs> so, um, so so he'd been looking at, at the parks and everything around that time. And it turned out it was a run weekend at Disney. And I was like, yeah. So that was my first half. Um... So they did a half marathon around Disney World? Yes. Ah, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it was. It was it was amazing. Um, you know, you started off at Epcot and you had you ran along the roads, which are normally full of cars, and yeah. um and through the booths and, and then into the magic kingdom and then round the back and then through the castle and then back out again. And it was it was amazing. Oh, and then back nice to so Epcot. Good. Did you get
0: did you get everyone, all the like um characters, were they out like giving it yes. high fives and
1: Yes, yeah, 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 and they were brilliant. Um, they were really encouraging you, and uh, the Toy Story soldiers were telling you to drop and give them, give them twenty, which they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no. with me, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a really amazing um, experience. That's kind of where I really started um, to to run more regularly. I think
0: tell us a little bit more about two six one. Because I, um, you've told me about Two Six One before, and only just now I realised why it might
1: be called Two Six One. Ah, yes. So, um, so it's a non non profit um, organisation that was started by Catherine Switzer, um, who um, was the first woman to enter and run the Boston Marathon back in i think 1967 i think it was um and um and the reason it's called 261 is because that's her bib number yeah so um she uh she she was she entered as k switzer so just her initial um and at that point women weren't allowed to run um because we weren't capable of running um and that's what so they did thought she
0: she entered she didn't talent well she didn't say what her gender was no he just entered as a as a an ish an an initial, initial. yeah mm-hmm. that's hard yeah. to say quickly
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> so yes yeah, so she so so one when, when the race director and you've probably seen the photos um on facebook with this angry man running after her and being pushed aside by her then um boyfriend and trainer and um and uh, he tried to grab her bib because if you haven't got your bib on you can't run the race and and so actually our logo has a little tear in the in one of the corners because that's where he managed to tear the bib away and um, and so from there I mean they just they just shouted at her to run they just said just keep going and she said I, I heard a talk um, last year and um, she said that um, even though she carried on running the press lorry that was following the runners were abusing her all the way round and, and calling out to her and heckling her and telling her that she wouldn't be able to do it. And, and it's you
0: can't quite, imagine, can you? you really can't? Cause, Cause what we know and, and kind of our experience of races and events is so supportive and so different and everyone's, ch- and you can't imagine any kind of negative abuse, but that, that effect that that must've had on her
1: is huge. Mm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But she kept going and she finished it. So, and from there, she's then, you know, dedicated her life to um, pioneering the way for women in athlete, um, athletics. Um, and that's what she does. So... Um,
0: and you, so you're a 261 coach now? Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more about what that involves.
1: So I support um, the, uh, the two um, women that set up 261 in Burwell. Um, and, um, and there's four of us that, that, um, can run a, uh, run meet. So we had to be, we had to have training, um, and, uh, that enables us to, um, meet. We meet once a week and we kind of, it's more about getting out and, and getting, it's women only, and it's, it's, um, it's getting people out and moving, Uh, more than anything and so we do um run meets and um we will play uh games and um have a bit of a laugh and it's just the the idea is you're you're sprinting and you're you're, you know you're you are exercising and and the ladies are moving but they sometimes don't realize they are because they're also laughing and chatting and, and it's quite nice to just to get everybody to just forget about everything else that's going on At that point, just for an hour, Um, you know, everything else going on in their lives, the laundry that hasn't been done or, you know, whatever issues they might might be having to do their to do list or whatever. It just it just gives them a chance to um, just kind of just focus on them for a bit, really. It's been quite special to see the friendships that have um, grown out of that group and and I've certainly met people that I didn't I didn't know beforehand
0: you went from being a runner and kind of getting into running yourself becoming a bit more of a regular runner to then making this shift to to being a coach with 261 you're also a run leader with 40 runs as well aren't you Mm
1: -hmm. yes
0: how what kind of made you make that leap to being one of the runners to one of the the leaders um I think
1: originally um I was just, you know, they just asked the group for 261 if anybody else wanted to, um, to, to train as a coach. And I just thought, yeah, I quite fancy the idea of that, having never ever imagined I'd do anything like this. Um, I, you know, I, I, I like the idea of um, inspiring um, women to, uh, to, to get into running and to turn up every week and, um, you know, and also to support the, um the leaders that we already had as well um because you know if if they couldn't make it one week then at least they've got back up from there having done that for sort of what oh six eight months i kind of i became aware of um how important running is for um the your your mental health as well as your just your physical you know um and um and i I just wanted to have something in the village where uh anybody could turn up and just run with people and um and sometimes I think um you know men can find it quite isolating life just generally um they don't always necessarily have the same sort of social connections that women have and um and I just you mean they don't just to... chat to anyone no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean
0: <laughs> no I do think you're right, I think. I, I think we're actually quite lucky being, being female in that we generally find it easier to strike up a conversation with someone we don't know very well. I always think after you, after you leave any kind of formal education, it's hard to make friends, Mm. you know, as, as adults or beyond that setting, because you don't come across as many people and as many new people and, and, um, when you do as a as a woman it's a bit easier to say oh do you fancy going for a coffee or do you fancy going for a drink without it being I don't know weird
1: yes yeah it's
0: harder for guys
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and I think um a lot of the friendships I have have been through the school playground you yeah. know because you're in the same situation as someone else um and um and I think that has helped as well from that side of things um but yeah just I you know uh, being in the 4d runs group which is a facebook group um, that that has shown me you know another side uh, to running because um, i had really kind of been quite involved in in just female orientated um, groups and um, and you know and it did show that there is value for for men to be able to run as well so so that's why i, I started this 4d runs group um, so that everybody could could be included did you, you lead
0: the 40 run sessions in Burwell. Are you on your own with them? Or have you got other leaders with you? I'm on my own.
1: You're on your own? That. Yeah. I have a very supportive friend um, who is there for me. And, um, and she uh, will go out with people if, if I'm not there. Um, but I decided to make the commitment that I would try to be there, um, you know, every Friday. And the Friday. first
0: time, you know, your first session, how did that
1: feel When you're out there on your own
0: not potentially knowing who's going to turn up or what kind of ability they would be how did you feel
1: (laughs) very scared it was really scary because yeah you're right you don't know and you just have to draw on everything that you've learned over over the years as as a runner and um and then as a coach um and also, I found my husband quite supportive because he's uh, he's been a football coach for the um, for the local boys' football team um, for many years. So we will often talk about drills, and I get to raid his cones um, for uh, for my nice. for my uh, exercise sessions. And um, so that's quite handy. And and so yeah, so that's been good to have that support as well. Um, but I mean, the idea of the group, I wanted it to be their thing. Really, I, I don't necessarily want it to be all about me or me having to be there. I want I want it so that people can meet and feel comfortable to go for a run, mm-hmm. um, and whether I'm there or not, in a way, um, and that has happened um, because I was uh, I was away um, in February, and um, and they met up and they went for a run, which is and brilliant. that's the best and,
0: thing, isn't it? When it can continue to, yeah. to thrive without your input.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I want people to find people that they have got something in common with and that they, they're comfortable running with, you know, with pace and, and that, that kind of thing. Why I sort of wanted to start it really.
0: Yeah, Definitely. Um, And, and I think Stephanie, you're really an advocate of running can happen at any pace and any, any age as well. mm -hmm. We've just been speaking about Catherine doing her fitness videos, haven't we? Um, for 261 yes. still <laughs> how old is she now yeah i think i think she was 73 in january 73 and she's yeah. been leading what hit
1: sessions and yoga <laughs> sessions and all sorts she's been taking part in the we've oh. had this global online um yeah uh, exercise weekly exercise group happening um and uh, and she's been taking part so she's just she's one of the participants That's which amazing. is brilliant um and the other week we did the uh, i don't know if you know the bring sally uh down or up. Oh god, yeah. Challenge. Yeah, yeah. She did the whole of that. She did it. Amazing. (laughs) I was amazed, yeah. She did the whole thing. So um so yeah, I mean she's a great um uh example of what running can do for you.
0: Definitely. And and running, so in terms of pace, we um I I always say like a 5K is a five K, whether you do it of 15 minutes or 50 minutes it really it really doesn't matter and it also doesn't matter if you don't run the whole thing does it
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah so no it, I mean I'm I'm a great believer in um interval running and jeffing um so and I, where does do the you know name
0: jeffing jeffing I've heard of I, I heard of it quite recently Mm-hmm. in that somebody jeffed a marathon in sub four hours which is amazing the, the, so jeffing yeah. what is
1: it first of all and why is it okay so the, the i found it because um, it was it's it's a method that has been devised by um jeff galloway um that's jeff with a j um, and um he is an olympian athlete um in based in america um and he that's how he runs he runs interval running so he will he will walk for 30 seconds and then he will run for 30 seconds and he will do that all the way round. um whether it's a 5k a half marathon or, or a marathon you know that's how he that's how he runs and um and i love it it, it took me a while to get into it um and and really kind of learn the ways of how it works and the sort of, sort of the reasons behind it. Um, but it's, it's a good way um, to, to run. Um, you know, I did, um, I did a 10K on Sunday and I got a personal best. And I did that by um, running for 45 seconds and walking for 30 seconds all the way around and there were two and you, you so that was a personal best compared to
0: when you've run it the whole thing no just generally yeah generally yeah the whole, anytime Amazing. ever yeah <laughs> ever yeah a personal you, best and you wouldn't think stop. that would you if you someone nope. said to you i'm going to w- run for 45 seconds and walk for 30 seconds you'd think you'll you'll come in way slower
1: than if mm. you ran the whole thing mm. yeah so it's so, not it's not the case it's not because you find that um you you run faster in the running Section than you would if you were continuously running, and so um, it gives you a chance to just kind of, um, kind of, just almost have a breather, basically. Um, but and you I guess it's really focus
0: walk. on you. You have a really focused kind of run, knowing that you have that kind of recovery time. Yes, and and that I think that focus. I think it's fair to say that that focus remains on all of the runs because you have a chance to to reset.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, that's that's what I find. I I, I find that you, it's like it is a plan. You know, this is what I'm going to do, mm. and and my, I set my my watch, and it beeps at me um, when it's time to stop or slow down, and um, and and it gives you an opportunity to just kind of have that plan in place, and so you never feel like oh i've got to walk now kind of Mm. thing oh i've let myself down because i'm walking i'm not running it doesn't matter you know Mm. and that's part of the plan that is my part of the plan yeah that is the plan and um and you find the you know the benefits of doing that um are uh, this they're quite far reaching so i i did big half last year and I had loads of people passing me at the beginning you know I was walking because I I tried to run for the first couple of minutes just to get through the initial crowd you know when, get, the, when probably get start. warm as well because mm-hmm. you can be a bit cold at the beginning of runs can't, can't yeah you've been especially waiting. events when you've been standing around for a while like an hour or more yeah Yeah. so so yeah and so just to kind of get out the congestion because it's because there isn't really much worse than you know you're in a running race and then suddenly somebody starts walking in front of you after 30 seconds um so i tend to kind of like first couple of minutes just keep moving and then i will put my hand up and and that basically means i'm i'm slowing i'm stopping Mm. or not stopping but i'm walking Mm -hmm. i'm moving i'm changing pace and um and, and then, of course, you get all these people running past you and you're like, oh, no, they're all, oh, you know, they're all going past me. But actually, in the big half, when I looked at my statistics, um, yes, I was overtaken a lot in the first half. But the second half, so the, the last sort of 10K or so, 11, 11K, um, I overtook hundreds of people mm. because by that point, they had run out of energy. because has got, got all those fast. people who went out too quickly yeah. and they burnt out in the second half yes yeah and we're walking so so i was just weaving through everybody and that's what you find you you have enough energy left to finish the race strong mm. and um and it's it's brilliant for that it's it's really um it's really good um and and also uh, your recovery time is a lot better so so back in 2018 when i did the disney princess where i didn't really have any method i think i just ran and Walked whenever I felt like it. Mm. Um, oh, my legs were so sore; I could mm. barely move the next day and the day after that. Um, whereas the last um, three halves that I've done, where I have properly um, jeffed all the way round. So, so in February, um, my friend and I went to Barcelona and we did the Barcelona half, and we jeffed 30-30 all the way round. Oh, um, we didn't have any walk breaks at all. Um, we just, every 30 seconds, we were either running or walking mm. and, um, and it was brilliant. And, and I had, I could walk afterwards. I had no, no pain, no, um, you know, no none of the doms or anything yeah. like that um, afterwards. Um, so that is good for that. And also um, it's really um, good for avoiding injury. Mm. so um we've got a
0: few ladies who Jeff with us in -hmm. our groups and that and I think it's mainly for that very reason in that they find it actually helps significantly with injuries and and actually they they're at the same pace with us you know actually and I think when you think walking you think slow and actually you don't it's not a slow walk at all is it it's quite a brisk walk when in the walking Mm -hmm. um
1: walking interval yeah. I don't want to call it a walking break because it's not a break. No, no, it is an interval, but it can be a break as well. I mean, um I I um I heard from someone that um when she runs, she tends to kind of hunch her shoulders and kind of lean over and kind of get quite tense mm-hmm. and and she had discovered Jeffing and um she now um takes that 30 seconds to kind of readjust and just think about where she's at um with with uh, her you know with her posture and everything yeah. and it just gives her that moment to kind of relax and she said now she doesn't end a race with neck and shoulder ache yeah. which is it's so common
0: especially in the in the cold you see people mm. running with that like um, you can't obviously see me but <laughs> shoulders up by the ears and it, it can be really you know you get to the end and you go, why is my neck sore why is my shoulders sore and it's yes. because of that yeah it could almost like
1: a um, a mindful exercise
0: mm. Yeah.
1: yeah absolutely, which and is a whole nother subject isn't it mindfulness yeah. and running
0: <laughs> some people some people maybe would say jeffing is it's cheating it's not real running. What would you say to that
1: um so Tell without to... going all high pitched <laughs> and kind of who who are we cheating i mean it, seriously, what is cheating what because okay. we all we all finish a, a race um or a run you know' it's, we all pass the same finish line yeah. um Anybody who's out moving is brilliant in my mm. book, whether they're running, walking or, you know, crawling even, um, you know, it's, I, who are you cheating? You yeah. know,
0: that's a really, it's a really good way of, of thinking it. Actually, you're doing yourself a favour potentially by, by decreasing at risk of injury, allowing yourself time to, to have that check-in maybe during the walk, walk intervals I am um, I, I, very aware that it's ironic that we're talking about this um, on what's going to be week 10 of the podcast, where the, the, if you're following the beginners program, you're running for 25 minutes continuously. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're obviously talking about taking walk breaks. So it's probably torture listening to this. <laughs> but but hey, it could also give somebody you.
1: hope if they're <laughs> yeah but if if somebody's kind of struggling with the whole 25 minutes and maybe not enjoying it because i don't enjoy i don't enjoy running continuously i i just don't sorry if you're running continuously right now
0: <laughs> but and if I, you're not enjoying it you're not alone
1: <laughs> no no you're not you're not and google jeff galloway um it, i just didn't i just didn't enjoy it as much whereas now i love it I absolutely love it, and um, the reason I really started doing it was um, at the AGM of the 261 Group. Uh, that's actually that's actually part of why I trained. Now, come to think of it, I remember we were at the AGM, they were asking for coaches, people to volunteer, and and one of the ladies in the group, she just joined um, as a member, and she said she's really struggling with running continuously. So she'd go out for about two about she'd go out for a run and then about miles mile two miles she was her head was like telling her that she could run no longer she had to stop and she just couldn't do it and probably lots of other messages that we tell ourselves at the same time
0: and I think that is a very common experience isn't it mm -hmm. especially
1: as a beginner maybe possibly yeah possibly but but um you know she was trying to do it and she just wasn't I mean her husband runs and he goes out for runs and I think you know she was trying to as well and um, and so I said well hey why don't we try this thirty thirty thing, thing um, which I know exists and um, and so two days later we went out and we did it we did thirty thirty, Um and we haven't really stopped running since having that permission to you know um, walk and then run Was enough to get through that barrier.
0: Hmm. I I think that's really is giving you giving yourself permission to do that. I um did a park run recently where I was coming back from injury, so I I told myself I was going to walk run it, Mm -hmm. and that was really hard for me to do because I'd set my watch so, like you said, it would beep where I I was going to walk, and and I really had to force myself to walk when the when the um, watch went off because. Well, I didn't want to, but also because there were loads of people, you know, running past me. And I, so I got to walk and actually somebody said to me, are you okay? I was like, I'm, I'm fine. I just need, I need to walk because it's part of my plan. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
0: but actually, like you said, I obviously loads of people passed me when I was walking. But then when I began to run again, I passed loads of people.
1: Yeah. And actually
0: yeah. my time was pretty good. Consider I've not run 5k in a long time my time was better than i thought it i definitely thought that it would be and i and mm-hmm. i wasn't absolutely knackered at the end yep. and i didn't feel any negative effect the next day mm. and it was and it was a good thing for me because of that injury i didn't push myself further back on the recovery
1: yes yeah absolutely and i guess you felt good as well
0: oh i felt great it was the first yeah. time i'd done 5k in months yeah Well done guys you've just completed a 25 minute run absolutely amazing job now's the time to walk back cool down and have a stretch and enjoy the last few minutes of the podcast.
1: Yeah no it is um it is quite I I love it I I just I I don't do any other style of running now myself I I Jeff and that's it you know And, and by the way Jeff is very chuffed that his um his name has become a verb <laughs> so, really um it's really helped and there is a technique to it you don't just suddenly stop and then walk you you glide into um the, the each session each segment so you you glide back into walking and then and then you kind of glide back up to running again um don't there are you graceful videos. enough to
0: glide how do you glide <laughs>
1: hey if i can glide you can
0: glide <laughs> how, how what's the what's the gliding about
1: Kind of, it's just a smooth transition because if you imagine if you're if you're running or walking and you suddenly if you're running and you suddenly stop running, you feel a jar in your. So I guess knees. if
0: you're running a race and that that stop when you come across the finish line, which they always obviously discourage you from doing, probably mm. for
1: that very reason. Yeah. So it's not like an abrupt stop. No, no, it's a, it is a, there is a definite transition. Um, so yeah, so you don't just suddenly stop running and start walking. It, you just kind of sl- smoothly slow down basically and then smoothly Mm. speed up again so as to not jar your your joints um and uh, yeah and it works works really really well i think it's
0: really interesting to consider that there's there's many different ways to run and Mm -hmm. moving forward from the beginners program it doesn't have to be that you go out and you run x amount of distance or whatever a week there's there's options to to play with
1: i guess and it's about finding what works for you yeah yeah absolutely Um, you know it's 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 your own it's your own run isn't it it's your own pace Um, and I I love the um, I've loved the phrase you know just stay in your own lane and and basically just just do what what's good for you and what suits you Uh, yeah I I
0: really I am quite fascinated by Jeffing
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I I think I think there is a lot um, in the mindset you you have to let go of Preconceived ideas and sort of almost elitist kind of yeah. runner kind of what we've been you know yeah what you used. think
0: of as being a runner or going for a run or doing a running event
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 um definitely and and I think it has a lot of benefits and that's why um that's why I trained for two six one because I wanted to sort of specialize in that offering that alternative to people mm. and um and also forty runs our group um that's what we that's what we do but if somebody wants to come and um, run continuously we have continuous runners as well and um they just uh run ahead and then loop back and then run or say hello and then off they go and that works really well as well
0: yeah brilliant Um, thank you steph is is there anything else that you want to to add
1: i think it's just I'd, i'd like to sort of say um try and find what works for you and find a community that works for you. Uh, I would encourage people to kind of find what works for them. Find their definitely. people. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I I think I would add to that that if you can't find your, your community or your people, then maybe it's a bit of a sign that you could be involved in setting that up. And you can, mm-hmm. you know, you could be that thing that helps other people. Because there, as yes. there are other people like you, I have found that's how you know definitely yeah. what I found through Let's Run Girls and, and and speaking to various other people is that if a, if a group doesn't exist in your area, then maybe you could be part of that group.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Lovely. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for for joining us today. I think that's been I, I'm. Tempted to go out and have a Jeff
1: now. Yes, <laughs> my work is done. Well done. <laughs> Thanks so much. That's encouraging. Well, thank you for inviting me on. So
0: <laughs> Well done for completing today's run, and I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Stephanie. We're very aware that as you were listening to us talking about Jeffing, we were asking you to run non-stop. And it's important to recognise that jeffing is a really valid and effective alternative to running non-stop and might be something that you want to explore further. Make sure you do try and repeat this same run once or twice more, ideally before pro- progressing on to week 11 next week. And if you do want to try jeffing it instead, that is completely fine. We'd love to hear how you're getting on, so make sure you connect with us. We are at Let's Run Girls on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Have a good week.